I started calling you, but I called him first because I knew he was dead. I, I, figured, I seen that he was still there. I said, all right, well, you stay there. Well, said, all those fails, if I'm home, you know, the L stop is closer to me than anything. I know. I'm still learning, but he uh he wound up leaving. That's about Tuesday. Are you going over? I said, yeah, I'm going. I'll go over there. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Really. You ready? You ready? Of course. Situated? Everything good? Yeah. Got my lighter. This is Sippin' with Sammy. I am Sippin' with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't sippin' with Sammy, you ain't sippin' right. Please get your fucking life together. It'll be 2023 already, and you wouldn't have had a shot yet, man. I got my guy in here, man. Be more's own. Black Stan. What's happening, what's bro? What's good? What's good? What's good? How everybody doing? It's Black Stan. Uh-huh. Blog writer for Culture District HQ, Sammy mm-hmm. Morning Show team member, Fly Team Consortium, and all the other good shit. But right now, I'm sitting here with my guy, Sam Malone, a.k.a. Sipping with Sammy. Nigga, you not hosting today. You the guest. Don't don't you try to run my show. I was just going you my, see, I was just doing my rundown. You see, you started. I see you trying to start, man. I, I was doing you. my rundown, man. I learned, nah. from, I learned from you. Nah, you do a great job, man. <laughs> Shout out to um Stan. Stan is someone that I met via the County Kravitz see me experience um not too long ago a couple years back at this point i guess right a couple years Just year and a half last year last year so about a year and a half probably all right so yeah and um feels like forever and because we was following <laughs> each other too for a while too and then i bumped into you in person at the um joining the garage right yeah yeah in, in yeah. baltimore yeah that's what it is all right cool and ever since stan went from i think he was managing a and uh, yeah. A and R, and then you was you were supporting what we had going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you dove into media and all other aspects. You you done head quite first. a bit in, in less in, in less than a year. Damn. Now that you um, yeah, head, put it in perspective. Head first. I mean, but it all ties in with each other. I mean, like uh, as far as like the indie music. I mean, A and R dealing with the artists and their independent endeavors, and then just sliding over to the promoting little promoting and stuff like that and i say well you know what you know media's right there and i've always had like a little thing for media and, and interviews and stuff like that i've always watched them and intrigued by them i said well let me get into uh uh media and stuff like that and shout outs to my man uh wild tuna because mm-hmm. wild tuna is actually the one who he said hey how about you blog write for my thing i got going over here culture district hq I said and it was, I was like it's an honor Mm-hmm. So that's, I, I mean, I really didn't start blog writing until he got me to do that. So I was like, all right, well, shoot. That was like the foot in the door. So once I did that, it was just like, I just jumped into it. So blogging for him and seeing me morning show, doing behind the scenes work for them and whoever else, you know, independent write-ups and stuff like that. It's just, it's a joy now. And you also have the um, question segment. Oh, yeah. Now that that, that is funny because... I was uh when when Black Stand first started, this is a history lesson. When Black Stand first started, they was <laughs> like, uh, well, you know, nobody's gonna really know who you are. You gotta get out there because I'm looking at my followers. I mean, not really worried about the followers, but you know, when I first started, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty down there. Like, so I'm like, oh, what do I do? Like, well, you, maybe you gotta go live more. Mm. Like, oh, go live. I was always nervous about going live. I'm like, I ain't going no live. I'm like, yeah, you gotta start going live more. So 
going live, you know, and networking and stuff like that, sometimes, you know, you might be having on, you might be on live with just one person. So, I mean, I'm like, well, shoot. Somebody said, well, maybe you asked a lot of questions. I think that was you, actually, that said I asked a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you always say ask a lot of questions. So, mm-hmm. I said, well, maybe I should come up with an idea. And actually, it started out as six questions with Stan. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the six pack of questions. Shout out to the uh, six pack. Uh, you know, all my shit. Go ahead. But... <laughs> Um, but it was like after that, it was just like I was starting to ask people more than six questions. I'm like, damn, I gotta stop right now because I've already asked them six. If I ask them one more, it'll be seven. Yo, you see the you see how the <laughs> restrictions on a conversation get sometimes when you build boundaries ahead of the conversation, yeah, bro. The title you get into a groove and you like anything else we say not gonna make it on a, on the episode because it's only six. And I was fucked up because I mean I don't have a production team to tell them to cut like I'm, right. Because one, one, one time it happened, it was like, yeah, you know, you asked me, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, it was a double question. And I had to improvise. I'm like, damn, I did ask like more than. No, said, and that's the thing. That's the thing. And it's a way to keep it concise, but you want more out of You don't want to limit yourself. So you open it up more is what you're saying, right? Yeah. And sometimes those questions do branch off and it might seem like a whole separate question, but it should be a separate question. But due to the context and the title of my, my, ser- my series, I'm like, well, shit. I gotta stop here. So now on my second go round, I renamed it and redubbed it several questions with Stan. Exactly. Well, and shout out to my man Killer Kel, who actually gave me the idea for the name. Oh, all right, yeah. Shout and, out to hey, Kel. Kel. He said, Why don't you just say Kel would se- be on his song? Yeah, he said, Why don't you just say several questions? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I said, so, all right, well, yeah, I mean, Renegades, shout out to Renegades. Yeah, and, he did their thing last night, by the way. Yeah. Um, so it was just like, all right, well, several questions. That just smooth. And it flows. Several questions with Stan. Yeah. It sounds interesting. It doesn't put a um it's not a stereotypical name. Like you can't even tell what kind of background you have when you hear several questions with Stan. You could be a Chinese guy, old white man, you could be anything when you hear several questions with Stan. So it is kind of intriguing. It's like yeah. a good name. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I stuck with it and shout outs to you for being the uh first guest on that. Oh yeah, season. me. You know what I'm saying? Inaugural type. Oh my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On on the on the season two, the first guest I had, you know. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to answer him all my fucking questions, but you answered them anyway. So shout out <laughs> to you for doing that. Come on, man. We in this bitch together. And like I said at the beginning or at the top, I should say, um, You've been supporting ever since I met you, whether that was me personally or people around me. And I appreciate that shit because you do it selflessly at the time. I don't know if you necessarily had an agenda, but the things that you were doing didn't seem like you're doing this to gain this from it, unless it was just relationship based type of thing. You know what I mean? No, it was the media bug. Mm. Like it was just like I was I was I was in trance. It was like. So that's what I got out of it. Just like the, the 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 knowledge and just watching like just watching you guys just now before the show started, watching y'all set up is just like production mm-hmm. and all that. So like if people go to my YouTube page and they look at several questions with Stan, and they look back at six questions with Stan, they'll see how I progressed to mm-hmm. now I have intros, I can give you guys mm-hmm. end credits, and then maybe next season I'll delve into something like that. Like um just this year, um episode three was actually shot at 1122 Studios up here in Philadelphia. Um, my guy Streets had his album release. So it was kind of like a red couch, one-on-one, you know, live session. And it was live streaming on YouTube. So dope, dope. you guys got to go to uh, members only um, YouTube channel to watch that. 
exclusive episode of several questions with stan that's probably why you won't see it on my page because that page that that that's an exclusive episode that was just members only members only yeah. yeah 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 we do those we do we we, we do those so yeah it's just it's just it's gonna get bigger and better as, as, as i learn more and stuff like that i'll be able to do more because like i said the media bug hit me and blogging is gonna be there and a and r still gonna be there if somebody still need me to do something like that i mean it's like i said everything is all in the same network in the same bubble so well, you was just at a um video shoot what a fucking week or two ago and um i think Bay was out there and everybody right <coughs> In your city? Oh, uh, uh, that that was no. The guy actually had a video shoot after that. What that was was that was actually a food and clothing giveaway. Dope. For I the didn't neighborhood. see that part. I yeah, it was. Part. And then it was the video shoot. Right. All then right, it was cool. the video shoot. So people came and donated clothes, toys, car seats, so all that stuff. So what was that? And who did that? Um, the nineteen twenty four music group. Uh, shout out to my man. Shout out to them for giving back. Ivory Noble, uh, preacher to teacher now. Um, and his brother, um, my man Malcolm. Um, over there, nineteen twenty four music group, um, really tied into them. That's another media outlet that you know I'm really tied into as far as like doing their promos and, and interviews and stuff like that with them. So I actually have uh, I actually did an episode with him too this season. Um, so you can check it out. It's also on the YouTube my YouTube channel. No, uh, that's dope. Ivory the Noble. So yeah, but how was it? It was a good turnout. Everything went smooth that day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't. Stay the whole joint. I didn't attend the music video. The music video was actually yeah, but I'm location. talking about the giveaway part. Oh no, no, the giveaway was was love. You know, food. Um, people came, picked up clothes and stuff like that. Philanthropy work is like, you know, my mom does that real heavy. So mm-hmm. that's Shout something that's mom. already in, in in me. So mm-hmm. just to see everybody come out and you get so much from that. It's an energy booster. Yeah, yeah, of course. It, I mean, for me, it, it boosts me. Like I love it. I love seeing people's faces and having the conversations and the engagements like you you get a lot that i mean that form of philanthropy as far as um drives and stuff giveaways. and um one day i did a um and giveaways yeah and one day i did a um i did registration for the aids walk i was at the registration table and everybody that came to you know sign in and all of that they was in such a good like it's it boosted. anything that creates a positive buzz nowadays is necessary if yeah, but I think it, people don't realize you can help yourself just by going to help somebody else. You feel better. Like, yeah, get out your own rut. Clean you out your cl- clean out your closet. Yeah, man. I got stuff that y'all y'all ain't wearing and stuff. Y'all looking at if they if there's I mean they got the them thing, I know down in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen them here, but I know down in Baltimore we have those little yellow boxes. Yeah, you can dump the clothes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But to have a giveaway and to see to actually see people come and pick up stuff that you probably didn't because uh. Like like uh shout out to Bit by Bay. She uh donated and then turned around and worked the table. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you you uh get back what you put into the world. Absolutely. So that, that, that positive energy will definitely be reciprocated. No, I think I think that's ill. I think that's dope. I'm glad I thought about the video shoot because I actually forgot that there was a giveaway part before. It's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. T S O Tato, yeah, that was his mu- music video shoot. Um I I wanted to make it but other obligations and see that's what i said that's what i'm trying to uh lo- that's what i'm learning now doing this media thing you got you're gonna get pulled in a lot of directions so sometimes you might be like ah, can't make it to this i'll be i mean i made it here yeah, i gotta go over here now you know yeah so. i mean shit when you're in town you'll see me early in the day see me later in the evening and see me at late night and in between i've been to two different places that you wasn't at and you've been to two different places that i wasn't at that's five stops in one day 
That, that, that <laughs> they call it circling, definitely circling the wagons. Definitely, you're, you're, you're circling the wagons. And on we that always one. wind up bumping back into each other because it ain't but so much going. You know, the city nah. ain't but so big. Everybody that's involved is involved. You're gonna see the same people a lot of times. But like, you literally see how it is for us when it's like I get off air and I got three events to go to on a Friday night. You know what I'm saying? Like light night. You know, I could get off air and go to bed sometimes and be cool. Like I didn't, I didn't had fun, drank, smoke. Like I'd be good. So just imagine two in the morning, like last night. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I didn't saying? know it was that late. Uh, yeah. By the time um we was chilling, it was one fifty. By the time we was chilling, so yeah, I, we, I, we left probably around one. I I, I tried. <laughs> no nah, man, we had a we had a good time. Shout out to Ness. What we actually are referring to is Ness had the Ness and Friends situation last night and bought out them folks, man. If you watched Wait, the Ness man. episode that I just dropped probably a couple weeks ago at this point, um he ran down a guest list or a special invited friends list. Mm-hmm. And what at while he was saying it, I said, How you gonna have space? For the regular people, if you got a hundred stars coming, like you know what I'm saying, like you gonna have seat fillers at the awards because this is just gonna be a star-studded affair. And on the no bullshit between who was there, the segment of time I was there, the pictures I seen after I left, the pictures I seen before I got there, everybody showed up for the boy man. So salute mm-hmm. the nest man. Salute the nest man. Absolutely a legend in if Philly. They, if they didn't, if they didn't make it the, the actual stop, stop, they came through. They came through, slid. But how did you feel about last night, man? What did you see in that room, man? Oh man, like energy it was, wise, it, it, it was a, it was a who's who. You know, mm. when I when I come in town, it's just like you know the people I've already networked with, plus new people. But okay, y'all Hennessy, Kev, you know, like I hardly see the guy, but yeah, because Kev be on the move. Kev be on the move, but he's there, he's, and he's what's up, Stan? I'm, yeah, what's up, Kev? He knows me. He knows you know me. what you do? It's not slow good. about Kev, bro. That's my guy. So, uh, no, nah, I'm just saying. You no, know, I'm just, not saying you saying that, but I mean, just like, if you around and you doing something, pop, like, Kev notice. Yeah. You be around and you be at the stoop. You know what I mean? See my girl, Snapper. Yeah, shout out to Snap, man. Um, Yo, what's the guy with the puppet? What's his name? Again? He's talking about Trizzy the Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Trizzy, man. He was hosting last night. Red Snapper was hosting last night. Because I didn't catch his stick. Cause by the time I, we got there, he was already right on the mic by himself. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, I, not, I had to look at my drink like this. I'm like, cause I see him walking and I see the puppet on, on his, his shoulder. shoulder, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I know I ain't that there. I'm not drunk. Nigga carried a toddler. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not drunk. And I'm, oh, time. and I had to remember who he was because, like I said, I'm still getting to learn certain people. Yeah, but Trizzy, um, and Trizzy is somebody that's been around for a long time, like really entrenched in the um. That was the funny. entertainment side of the city. That was he funny, hosts man. a lot of shit, but no, it was um, and it's crazy because when I got there, um, you know, how, like for me when I walk in these spots, I have to literally walk around the whole room to make sure I speak to everybody. I try to because after that I get in my bag and I get settled, mm-hmm. so I try to make sure I shake it because I don't want to be the guy that Damn. mistakenly was standoffish or you know what I mean didn't speak or whatever. So I tried to do that. So I did that. And by the time I made a full lap, the Glockerware ladies had a table with the bottle and they little section and all of that. So I'm like, all right, cool. They gave me a little bit of Henny. I'm groovy. All right. They try to pour me the Henny. I see Snapper. Snapper like Sammy. Come on. She had to do a little interview on a red carpet joint with her. 
And then that was fun. That was so once I did that, then I was chilling. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like perfect a little she bit. You loosened up. I mean, the, the the work was like the the main part of the work was done. Like right. I've done the interview part so that mm -hmm. Free could get his footage. I mean, um, Ness could get his footage and um, Snapper could get her footage because they were she was hosting that situation. And I spoke to everybody that was there at that point because motherfuckers kept pouring in, rolling in obviously afterwards. But yeah. so I'm like, all right, now I could figure out when I want to smoke and go. You know what I mean? And take some footage because I had the cam with me, so I wanted to try some cam footage. Shout out like, to the security. I chilling after that. Shout what about the security? Shout man? out to the security, man. Why you like security so much, Dan? They did. They, 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 they did their job. No, they did a great job. They did a great job. And um, we joked about it earlier when I was saying um. It was like a carousel. Like they kept patting down the same motherfuckers because everybody kept going to smoke. But I appreciated it because we know how it is right now. And I'm not, I was young. Because you know how they could have been like, yep. They could have did my And this is the twist too. It ain't even about searching me. I watched to see if y'all searching everybody. Yeah. Because I've got plenty of places that I can go and I could get searched with the world on me and they still gonna let me in. I can go to places and I can tell security to bring my shit in. You see what I'm saying? So I'm always wary of if y'all are equal opportunity searchers. I need y'all to search everybody. I don't need y'all to be the ones that just like. They know the who's who. And I, I almost seen it last night at one point, son of the 215 came through, shout out to him. He was getting harassed and the other security boy was like, damn, why you ain't telling me? But that's different, that's different. Oh, man. And when I say harassed, it was like they were just taking too long and he's supposed to slide through. Well, you know, you know, if he you, had to get searched, but I mean, he's supposed to like not have to wait for all of that. Pay attention to the to the bouncers. It's a different type of pat downs. I've seen it before. I've seen it. You see, I've, I'm, and men don't like grabbing other men's privates. You got to catch it. You so you could always, you know what I mean, Ski? And I used to get away with murder with my dad. You use a little light with the... Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. No, I be on that shit, bro. If I got to stand in line and, you know, you standing there at the door, I be watching, like... They ain't even searching. Dudes with females have the best luck. Yeah, but the twist is now. Female. Females is walking around with like this much cloth on and a little tiny purse. So we can't even like, they ain't got no space for nothing, man. Can't hide nothing no more, man. Bad mm. business. Anyway, I'm not promoting um, hiding shit anymore. Anyway, I'm out of that life. But you know what I mean. Like I said, mm. shout out to yeah. security. Man. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to security. security. Um, like everybody had fun though. Yeah, and I think that um, it was funny because it used to be a church, the venue, right? And motherfuckers is outside smoking. Motherfuckers talking they shit. And somebody said, y'all better cut it out. You know, there's a church. And I'm like, it's not a church. They're like, it is. It's a church. It's a cross right there. I'm like, it's crosses everywhere. This is not a church. Still, they said, why is not a church? I said, it's a full bar in the front room. Yeah, so was. the boy said, no, it used to be a church. I said, no, I dig it. And if you understand anything about church, we always in God's house. But still, <laughs> still, still holy ground. Huh? This is a nightclub that looked like we could have held a Nino Brown party in it. <laughs> like, like, almost Tonight. like a, a Catholic nightclub. <laughs> then that shit like, bro, with all that white and then with the cathedral top to well, it, it looked like some fly shit. I put the address in before I got there and I'm like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Now How you, you get a chauffeur GPS it? You is a picky nigga. Who got chauffeur? I, 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 
You said you um Shaq way before before oh, beforehand yeah, when you were shot. Oh, dig. I, I scooped it out way before that. Yeah. Oh, you smart. You smart. Yeah, you smart. You smart. Like, you smart. Let me see where. Let me see. Where, not mad at you. Yeah. So and so not when I looked at, it, I'm like, no, no, no. So I go street all the way around. You know, you can do the three six. I was like, well, that can't be there because that's a gas station right there. Turn back around to it. I'm like, not there. It's like a church. <laughs> so when I'm looking at it on, on street, she's like, no, I can't be there. Then when I got there last night, I'm like, they did it. He's looking up like his mother. It's really there. He really did it. I ain't gonna catch. I was in my mode because I had just left the high school John event. Um, shout out to Brahim the Dream. Shout out the City of Dreams Coalition. Son of the Two One Five. Everybody that was a part of that situation. I left there and I'm shooting there and I'm five minutes from one spot to the other. So I'm following and I'm like, oh, all right, because you know that neighborhood. That's a that's a um a, a largely Muslim neighborhood. It's a lot of masjids and Muslim businesses on that block. Uh-huh. The next block down, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, it's right by here. I'm like, I can't imagine what's right here. I'm not looking. I never looked as in depth as you to see like what it looked like. So I'm riding and it's like, make a left and then make a right. And you, it said make a left and make a left, like make a U-turn basically. And your you thing will be on the right. And I start pulling down and I'm like, look like a gangster party at the church. I'm parking right here. Like I didn't even think about it. I'm like, this gotta be it. Gotta Cause be there's it. nothing else right here that's supposed to look like this. And it's nothing that, that has like that, I know this neighborhood that, that has met many people out front of it, and everybody was there. And then I'm like, it can't be nobody inside. I went inside, and it was bodies in there. And I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Smell it from a couple of blocks away. I was like, oh yeah, we're getting close. You funny. <laughs> well, you know, man. <laughs> like I say, respectfully, it looked like a gangster party out there. I'm like, bet. And I was happy because um, and I cracked on this. I told him um, he said something, and I said, and hey, you got to wear your cow shorts. He's like, I just be liking to be different, but it was some real shit, bro. Them shorts was fly as shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't like with the cheesecake thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I was happy that they was able because you know Nest Cheesecake sells out every fucking other week because they demand is high. Yeah, the ready I was supply. glad they had some, man. Yeah, the ready they had. Some. Ready they supply. had plenty of it there last night. He knew. I mean, you... why wouldn't you? But sometimes it's not that easy. You know what I mean? Sometimes you rather overbid than underbid in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I hear what you're saying there. But just being able to make sure that it, that production is what it needs to be is a motherfucker sometimes. Man. Big and small, because I seen he had, he had both portions. Yeah, he had the minis and the own full the full pies, and salute to that because I think that's a dope idea. If I was a cheesecake guy, I'd buy the shit out of him, but I'm not. No. I don't eat cheesecake, but I've um I've tasted it and done a drop and all of that. Yeah, I, I tasted I'm it. I'm not a home just... cheesecake person. But um, hats are fire. Like I gave me one of them hats. Yo, the like hats that. is actually crazy, I right? Like the hats. I went in there last night and um, I'm like, damn. This my man ain't Shinobi had one on, I think. Yeah, the red one on. Yeah, the red joint on, and I'm like, oh, you kind of killed that. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Glockerware. Two can made though. By the yeah, way, I gotta get, I gotta get me one. <laughs> Head to Glockerware for any of your, your pro. Should have known I was Glockerware printing company. Mm-hmm. I need to get, I need to get, get you one. I was no. in there the day that they was making them, and I'm just watching these Jones get I'm custom like, oh. made. They made your logo. Like they I made, mean, made your own. They, they made it the the uh, toucan did my uh, that has done every one of my black stand uh, uh, merch. merch shirts. Mm, yeah, and every I mean. every design and my jacket and my embroidered. Uh, and he's gonna. We got something cooking coming up next because you know, oh, you, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, you I'm cooking with you cooking with the toucan. I, I, that's who I'm dealing with. <laughs> deal with you deal with. I mean, who else? No, I like it, man. And like I, you know, I told you early on, um, when you started coming around, everybody in that building is somebody worth networking with and figuring out, right? Right. And 
that's one thing that I'm always confident in telling people. Like, I don't care what level you on, what your business is. Even if you don't need anything from Glockerware, the people in that building are people to build with because they're people that's doing things and that's moving and they have networks that go beyond music and entertainment. It's almost like a cheers atmosphere because when I walked in there, you know, you walk into the, the control room, you see Stan, you know, you know, you see two guys, Chef, you know, you know, man, Chef in there, shout out to man, Chef. Yeah. Chef was in there, so it's just like. You just said some shit that was profound. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm Sam Malone. My bar, Nick, the bar that I used to be in all the time, the nickname was Cheers because it was like that environment. Like everybody oh, yeah. knew each other, right? But that wasn't even why my name became Sam Malone. That was just a coincidence. But I was literally like Sam Malone in that bar. I ran the bar to a certain extent. Now, you're saying that Glockleware is like Cheers. So maybe that's why I'm so comfortable there. You see what I'm saying? Like, I think that maybe the bar and the radio station had more in common than I thought about. I never everybody thought about it knows your name. That everybody knowing your name shit overrated. Right? And they always Stan, glad you careful, came. Stan. Be careful, Stan. When they all know your name, they can all call on it. You know that, right? You still got an answer. <laughs> What's your answer going to be? The number you have dialed. <laughs> oh, I give the old school message. That used to be the annoying shit. Because it used to come in right when you expect the ring to drop. It'd be like, you like, oh, shit. I was going up. It went down. <laughs> Fuck. Usually happens when you don't pay your phone bill either. I mean, your phone bill too. <laughs> I mean, or when you call somebody who didn't. Your call cannot be completed. It's <laughs> Well, the person I, you were calling. How should I die, the motherfucker? <laughs> Answer me. <laughs> I used to hate when, uh, what was the company that used to front like, um, this person is not accepting phone calls right Message. now. Message. Like, if you don't get the fuck out of this person, phone is off. They not accepting calls. They ain't getting calls. Yo, that man got paid. Message G13. W. That guy that came on, on, the, old, on the old voicemails. Mm. Message G was like, she get paid, but he got paid, paid. Did you ever see um, Talk To Me? No, I heard about it. That was the uh, 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 the, the radio movie, right? With, uh, I forgot his name. No. But you know what my favorite movie is? You got to watch Talk To Me. I got to watch Talk To Me. But you know what my favorite media movie is? Or, or you know what my favorite radio host is? Howard Stern. I used to fuck with Howard. Private Parts. That, that, yeah, that. I watched Private Parts when I got suspended one time. I ate like two large pizzas by myself and watched that four-hour movie. But his story oh, in it's general. a great story. Yeah, it's, it's great story. Of coming up and stuff like that. And he's still doing it, so. And when it used to be um, late night on E, I used to watch um, That was the one. That's the one that got me. Like, I, I always wanted me a- I want me a rapping quivers. That's my goal. Like, when I get to that level and I'm up there, I gotta get But me you a, know what's crazy? I need me a Robin Quivers in the booth. In a lot of ways, Robin <laughs> is great. In a lot of ways, Robin is great. But in certain ways, Robin is why I picked Safia. Because I needed my co-host, my female lead, to be a little stronger than her. You don't think Robin's strong? Robin is very intelligent. But Robin <laughs> Robin just does a lot of let Howard do Howard. She doesn't assert herself ever. She just goes with the flow all the time. She just smiles. And sometimes that's dangerous. Because... um. In media, and like you know, there's certain terminologies, there's certain topics, there's certain ways you can address things that can backfire, right? So you kind of need the woman in the room to sometimes be the one to be like, "You sure?" 
And that's what I'm saying. She was a black just woman. Sometimes. She wasn't Monique black no, woman. No, but that's but the she... problem. Like he found somebody that fit him. It's nothing wrong with that. Her personality fit his personality. I'm sure if he had a more assertive black woman, it probably wouldn't have worked out. It wouldn't have worked out, no. But what I'm saying is, like, from what I saw about their dynamic was, even as, like, I don't even look at it like him as a white man. Like, me as a man, which is always considered dominant, I never wanted my female co-host to not be as powerful. You see what I'm saying? Even if I'm one mic and you two mic, you still got the, at some point, you get to be number one sometimes. And I've seen you know time, what I mean. Like, I've seen times where he's asked her, and she's like, oh, I don't know. Uh, whatever you say, Howard. We're playing the fifty, so yeah. Like, you oh. know what I mean. And it's like that was the uh, thing that used to burn. He always hold his mic like this. Like, like oh, what are you crazy? Robin is smart as shit. Because when they yeah. ask her for like real things, like you know about information, Robin knows all that shit. She's well read. She's educated. That's why he always. He's like, so what do you think, Robin? Yeah, uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. the most politically correct answer, and he's like, oh. Psh. And and she does the laugh. All you always hear is the laugh. And she he does, does everything with the. He goes into his punchline, and then he can continue as long as they, as long as you get a little bit of politically correctness, foolishness, and it's fine because cor- it's their foolish. balance. It's yeah. like first take versus what's in it. You know what I mean? Like oh, all the balance is is what it is. Like. So what's your that's that's what I'm saying. So if what, you what, shuffled the deck, would 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 either of those co-hosts on, on the other show work together as well? Probably not. No, chemistry. It has to have chemistry. Um, like that's why I said, like with me, like the 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 one on one thing. I think that works for me right now because that's the perfect chemistry. That way, we don't have that. Not not saying I don't need a third party right now, but just that one on one because I'm just learning how to build chemistry. Like this is my baby, like. All these seasons that I'm doing right now probably won't amount to what I do like once I get it on something like a mainstream. You ever thought about tying bait into your situation? Not as a co-host, but as like another media personality. In in spurts right now, like we've had talks. Like it, it has to be a thing. Nah, about, see, I'm a genius. I be knowing. It has shit. to be a thing. We have always talked, but it has to be a thing about consistency. Like I, I, we have to. One thing about Adam you gotta have a plan too, cause she's doing a lot too. She not she ain't sitting around waiting on some shit. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. like it has to be the thing, like, well, maybe we can do it now, we might meet later. We do it now, we might meet later. I just think her personality and her reach is something that could be personified. Um, and that's my opinion. I ain't been around her that much. No, but like I've met her and I've been following her for a little bit and I see that like she kinda gets it. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna say she gets it, gets it because I haven't talked to her to say that. But like I see that like she has something. That could be great. I always call people like that one and one one other end of the rope. You know how can we tie it in? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's one end of the rope. And what do you think about it? Oh, yeah, that's one end of the rope. Yeah, you don't want to force anything. You don't want to rush. And anything. people ask me like, and they always give me that crazy like, "What does that mean?" And that's the old saying I got from my, one of my old uncles. No, I like that. One like, well, what do you think about something when you ask some ask, when somebody asks you about somebody? It's one end of the rope. What does that mean? You'll see. Yo, but you know you Baltimore niggas is kind of country. Well, uh, we are. Like y'all say a lot of country shit. We are originally supposed to be. I think Maryland's originally Southern State. It just became. Y'all north. got bumped up. Niggas yeah, was like, ah, they became, push them back. If you redo your history, yeah, it started as a Southern State and became North. So we 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 kind of like just made. Y'all it. was on the wrong side of the Confederacy. We just made it, yeah. Because then once you get below us, and then to Virginia it's flag that, change. That, now it's down south. Now you're getting pulled over mm-hmm. for everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, definitely country, and then doing that tobacco stuff. That's mm. what I was known for harvesting the tobacco mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
think some of the cigarette companies like upper marble marble cigarettes and stuff like that so speaking of let's get off cigarettes because i hate cigarettes me but too i appreciate the history though but um can you give me any insight on what under armor has done for baltimore as a company because i know they hired their the initial thing was they were hiring felons ex-convicts and stuff which they still stick by yeah and they've grown a lot in your city they right there well i know um some of the i believe some of the high schools get their uh uniforms and they sponsor Mm -hmm. some of the high schools in the fields down there like y'all wear under armor like like nike out there a little bit that, that's that's it's almost that's almost our thing. Like dudes on the, the little dudes on the block, you'll see them. They have an they have Under Armour shit. Yeah, that's what they rock, and ain't even Adidas and Nikes like that no more. So it's just yeah. And then the uh, what's the comfortability? You know, because no, you, they have a great product. You, they make a great product. You got the hot weather stuff, but you can wear like a cool shirt and dry fit. They dry were the fit. first one to perfect dry fit. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I mean, um, I don't know too much. I know they're building other buildings as far as that, but I know. But what have I was you watching, seen? Well, I mean, like I said, as far as like facilitating mm-hmm. the youth and stuff like that, but as far as like uh, jobs and stuff like that, but uh, I think uh, financially, it's just like bringing money into the city. Like, you seen a swing look like a little bit of a little bit of uh, balance being created. I see balance on. I see a, a swing on the business side mm-hmm. as far as like uh, finances because you know I'm kind of into that too. As far mm-hmm. as like stocks and stuff like that, so I mean, it gives people investment opportunities it's just advantage people have to take advantage of that you've been looking in under armor oh of course i mean i'm you just wait- already tapped in i'm asking i'm just waiting for the upstroke so you can add on more shares you know, so thing. you got something but it ain't it ain't what you want i'm waiting for that i'm waiting for that next big because i believe the nfl had a deal with well the ravens did have a deal with under armor at one time but right i'm waiting for that next big because they they they, they might be the face of the league soon well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying because with stocks, you have to wait for stuff like the like reports to come out on them changing CEOs. That's the perfect time to buy in because you know if you get in and that if you get hold of a news report like that and you go ahead and buy you some shares now, everybody behind you hear about that. That's a quick swing. Yeah, buy a couple of shares, get out. I like skimming. You know, I, I just I, seen um, I Elon, did a lot of day trading. I just seen Elon Musk is getting sued for like two hundred and sixty-five, eighty-five billion for um. Dogecoin, they said he um that was a pumping dump. Hyped it up. And, yeah, it was a PND. But, but hold up though, I can use two B for two hundred and eighty five billion dollars. <laughs> like what the fuck, yo? I guess I like, and I'm sure it's probably class action because you know it's people involved. But like two hundred and eighty five billion dollars. Like how much do I have to pay my lawyer to make sure I don't pay two hundred? Like your lawyer could be like, yo, I need twenty billion up front. But see, <laughs> if Elon was smart, he probably already had his lawyer under contract, right? And had him oh, on. No, they on retainers. Retainers, right? Fifty of them on retainers. So they already have a set. They're like, shit. That's like, imagine you Plus set got twelve of them. On I, imagine you setting your number, and then something like that happened. You like, but wait, wait, can we? Nah, nigga, you said you were gonna do it for this. <laughs> you have to do it for this. No, nah, that is crazy. Cause then. But at that Contract. Time, but at a certain point, it's relative because you know they get theirs other ways. But that's crazy, dog. Contract to be able to like put in the media that somebody is suing me for damn near three hundred billion dollars. Do you know what that does for anybody that was about to get in business with me? Yeah, we pulling. We we, we pull, I'm available for the low now. We pulling off fast in the meal. <laughs> we pulling off fast in the meal on a Saturday night. 
sell, sell, sell. Foolishness, yo. <laughs> they Foolishness, do more niggas. They man. doing Dr. Evil numbers. I got Baltimore. 286 let me, let me ask, billion. Let me ask some Baltimore questions, man. Did you motherfucking see the latest series out of Baltimore about your police department? A lot of people have. I haven't. You I, need to watch that. I don't need to watch shit. You seen it in real time? Yeah, I seen it in real time. They really had it. a gang out there. I lived it in real time. I known half of them. All right, so the police department had a gang out there. They had niggas that niggas was rapping about that was regularly taking shit. Yeah, listen, and I'm about to tell you it was a story. I'm gonna tell you a story. This Freddie was, Gray shit blew it up, but go ahead. That was before that. This is way before. It was like 2000. No, it, it was way before him, but Freddie Gray investigation uncovered that, a lot of this shit. Yeah, yeah. So what happened? You know, just small stuff like we'd be chilling outside. You know what I mean? Just chilling, everybody not even doing nothing. You might have the little hustles here and there, but. He said, Everybody ain't in the nothing. Some people just live here. And we used to have a thing, and I called it, and most of us called it the snake. You know, it was a big shakedown. They could just come through. They would come through, turn the block. Three vans, two PT cruisers, dogs, about eight cows, everybody lined up, about 20 of us. Shoes off, sometimes socks, clicking the guy. It was a big. You've had your shoes and socks off on a regular basis. They used to come through. We they used to even come through on a Tuesday, or they would come they, Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, you Tuesday could, Thursday. You could count on it. it was clock. It didn't matter. Like it was because we had Tuesdays and Thursdays here. Too. Anytime after probably three o'clock was kind of early, but maybe like four thirty-five. Anytime after that, and then around. Sometimes they might wait till ten thirty. Yeah, but sometimes they might wait till late at night, ten thirty, come through late at night when they still see if it, especially if the block's still jumping. Oh man, and that's what we call it. And, and that's the and that's the quota. Because what happens is in the streets, I don't know if people know, the streets kind of operate like traffic, like life. You get a morning rush hour, you get an evening rush hour, mm-hmm. and then you have the 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 the, the, the night walkers, the motherfuckers that's out all night, the parties, right? So the time that you're describing that they're coming through is actually ideal for them. You for, see what I'm saying? For that time, because that, that's around the time when... I ain't even had time to drop off no bread yet. Like, I ain't even had time to, like, shake nothing yet. I'm in the middle of bumping right now. You're pretty much so just going to get finished. a lot of work or a lot of cash or both. And the thing about it was, the sad part about it was a lot of times nobody got locked up. So they just took shit. What you going to say? Yeah, cause you, you fuck you want to the police, huh? I'm taking your money and drugs. A lot of a lot of guns didn't get recovered, wouldn't get turned in, but got took and they, if if I got you hemmed up in a, if they had you hemmed up in a corner, maybe they they would let you make a phone call. It's one of your homeboys, yo, leaders something something in the alley. They mm. go get it, and if they find it, they let me go. So dudes go drop. Yeah, so a, they was running whole plays. Drop a, drop a joint off. Yeah, you drop the joint off in the alley. Ah, right, yo, tell him it's there. It's there. And he was like, yo, go. How does this feel, though? Like, and I don't mean to get, like, on no deep, but, like, just, like, because, like, all right, cool. I'll give you a comparison. In my neighborhood, you know, every neighborhood got this one cop that everybody knows is a track star. Like, if you run, I don't give a fuck how fast you is. He done caught nine out of ten niggas three times. And we used to, like, see him. He was a little motherfucker. We hated him. And we used to like you. You would act different when he was around because you ain't really feel like boogieing. Like you was about to run for a mile. So it's like if your whole if you have a whole snake system, as you put it, how does that feel when you just trying to kick it and catch air and and, and culture and talk to your folks? Like that's crazy. Yeah, I mean like you, we we could have like the little because you know we had we didn't have like, we drink smoke like we kick it kick it like they had cookouts and stuff like that. They would come through and so they wouldn't hassle like it. 
if it looked peaceful, but a lot of times if it was a lot of hairs on the block, that's but when they know through. who's who too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So they take advantage. Yeah, of course. Because you know who's who and the one time, all right, like the story I, I got you. a homie that the cops pulled up and said, Where's where the nigga that usually got the earrings on? And he was out there, but he had the earrings on. I'll give you one story about me. <laughs> this one story about me. Um with me and my um my god brother, uh God rest his soul now, but we got locked up. Cops pulled us over and uh this is when I was still smoking black and mouse, you know, puffing on a black and mouth. He's trying to say that that was his reasonable cause for pulling me to over. To think that you had weed. Right. I know they used to play that game. I remember that. And and so what happened was they're sitting up there. We're sitting on the edge. We're sitting on the, on the curb again. That's That was their favorite thing, sitting on the curb with your legs crossed, shoes off, sometimes socks. For a black and mouth, though. Like, head. For a black and mouth. That now was their I'm reason to like search a, the car. Now I'm looking like a three-year-old wasn't monkey. Supposed, wasn't supposed to search. They already knew it was a legal search and seizure. But, you know, he had just... You know, had a good day out there. You know, about about thirty five hundred. I know that yeah, you can't. Yeah, a couple dollars in his pocket. Right. So they said, well, "Where you get this from?" On the, on the hood of my car, because I was driving. They counted out his money. Oh, I hit the lottery. Oh, we don't want to hear that BS. Uh, I said, "Why y'all pull us over anyway?" He's like, "Oh, don't blame us." Lottery this. is the worst excuse, by the way. But go ahead. That was the old school. Yeah, yeah, That's the, the worst. I don't know why they say that. Who hits That's the, the worst? Scratch off. You more live. You you you're more. Um, it's more foreseeable or perceivable that you fucking caught a case. You caught a slip and fall. Like, that's oh, more likely than oh, you hitting the lotto. Settlement money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's, so like anything in between that makes more sense than the lotto, is what I'm saying. And what I'm saying, like, all right, so we did, we had to go do this little overnight joint, spend a little uh And he went home through. broke. Well, out of that 36, something like that, he only got about 12.50 back. Once he got his property back, so they had to give him something. I, well, I don't know if they had to. They probably had at to this him. point you my op though. Like, and that's what I don't understand. That's what I don't think people understand about the community and the police. Like, as much as you want to be able to trust the police, or as much as you know, they say, well, when it's about your mom, you call us, or when it's somebody breaking your house, you call. Like, no, we get that. But when you take seventy percent. When you like, bro, when you still my plug don't get seventy percent. Listen, when you steal more overtime than your regular salary, <laughs> I looked at some of them. And I'm like, God damn, <laughs> bro, it's impossible. They're almost six figures in overtime. And mind you, it's obvious if anybody's doing checks and balances regularly, they do it when it's crisis. But what happens is, I remember reading a story. Dude worked up State Road, CO, Africa. Mm-hmm. He cleared a couple hundred thousand in one year because he basically just slept at the jail. Like this motherfucker just wouldn't go home. Like he didn't like clock out. Not like and mind you where he come from, his quality of life. Like nigga, this ain't shit. I'm good. I'm in charge here, so I'll just sleep on another wing or whatever. Wherever they situated for him, and he went back on shift and went and went back and he did that shit and ran it up. Bro, he didn't get as many overtime hours as them motherfuckers. Nah, they you was, see what I'm saying? Like you gotta like some shit just don't make no sense, bro. They was cooking the books. I've had a job myself where the therapist that worked on campus was like, "Do you live here?" Because no matter what time they came, I was on the clock. You was on the clock, but I was going to fuck home. I had a little bit of lifetime, you know. Like it's time to. It's just that when they see you, they say because I'm, 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 I'm at least eleven hours every time you see me. Oh, well, that's you putting in time. I'm at least 11 hours because I probably came in 
three or four hours early because they asked me to come in eight hours early and I refused. The eight plus three. And then you know what I mean. Uh, then I, I work a double, and then I'll 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 I'll, I'll swap out for a day because I know I I got a show. And so you're like, still performing. No, I never had to request off work to go do um, anything related to entertainment because they used to ask me to work so much overtime that by the time it was a day that I needed a favor, I already had negotiated yeah, it for one credit. of the favors. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I never signed the calendar for request a day off. That's what I'm saying. I was like, them dudes wasn't busting their ass. They was going home, going to sleep, and still on the clock. This is what I'm saying. Like, I understand the dynamic of what it takes to, like, run a clock up. Like, bro, it's impossible, especially when you talk about the stress level of your job. Like, in my field, and I'm not going to get into what it was, but on some real shit, if you meet somebody in 2022 and in that field and you see them still in the same field, not even position, it could be upgraded in position, but like the same direct field Mm -hmm. 10 years later, you need to recommend that they take a change of career course or a break. It's literally one of those fields where it's like, no, the, the crash is at five. Yeah, yeah. Cause for the average person. Once you get 10 years in of just doing this, it takes such a toll on you that it's hard to like, you know, like you can regenerate your, your kidney if you stop now. Mm. But if you just keep doing this, there's no turning back. Yeah, and there's a lot of professions like that. A lot of wear and tear. A lot yeah. of wear and tear. And then the guys, I say, man. Yeah, it's a stressful job, but it, I guess it's not stressful when you can spend da 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 da. And, and, and a physical job might not even be as stressful as a certain kind of job. You see what I'm saying? You could work in construction for 30 years and be like, man, my back hurt. But when your brain zap out, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a different thing. You can't get out of bed. You can't talk about anything. You can't do nothing. It's nothing to do. You're not, you, you're going to go, you're going to keep going in again and sit home. More so than you would for a physical ailment. See what I'm saying? Because what are you doing? You in a way. You need are you okay? If I ask you, are you okay three days in a row, guess what? You may need to sit down somewhere. <laughs> we might need to recommend as a as a supervisor, what I'm supposed to do. Recommend. No, use the R word. You know, I mean that's when you get in your supervisory role. I've been a supervisor before, so you mm-hmm. know, I've been told you know uh, gotta recommend that. What do we do? Well, what you why don't you talk to the guy first? Hey, um, listen, uh, guy, you got to step your game up, man. Uh, may I recommend that you do this? Pep talk phase, right. And pep talk phase, because the next time I come to you, like, you can't make no threats, but... But we can't keep doing this. They're on my ass, so I got to be on your ass, and I don't want to have to. <laughs> no, but it's just I don't like, have to do what I have to remember do. Remember when you was in school <laughs> and you had substitutes, and, and the cool subs would always tell you, like, man, as long as I don't get, as long as y'all don't get me in trouble... Y'all can do what y'all want. Do the work that I gave y'all. They gave y'all, um, remember they used to give worksheets or some dumb shit, like some Xerox copies oh, or yeah. something. It's like, yo, just do that, and then y'all can fucking play checkers or talk shit and talk in groups, but don't get me in trouble. Can I tell you something? Uh, in elementary school, not middle school, elementary school, I was actually a peer mediator. I hated y'all. Peer mediator. They would call. I was actually an elementary school lawyer. I could it, be in class. That's and, what it is. Until I got a cool peer mediator, I hated y'all. And uh, they would call me still. You need to tell off. Oh, shit. I'm on. <laughs> and you was all. Grab my kid. Yo, grab my you little paper. Grab my worksheet. You know the little worksheet. You was that guy. It was like a. 
Hi, how you? How are we doing here? Um, Let me find out. You need to be working for Font Productions. This nigga was the peer mediator guy. I like, and even up to this day now, if somebody get into it, like I don't know it as much now because I'd be like letting niggas do their own thing now. But like, if you my, both my bros, like, come on, no, no, yo, like, I'm the one that's like, yo, y'all need to work this out. Nowadays, I'd be like, no, nah, y'all need to go ahead and just fight. But I back- got in some shit when I was in high school that nowadays would have went viral, right? Shouts to peer mediators all over the world. I went crazy. And I did it outside of the school, but it got back to the school. Mm. And it got... (laughs) (laughs) The boy went home looking crazy, so he told his mom he got jumped, which wasn't true. But once (laughs) in my school, I went to a magnet school. When you say you got jumped, that's like expulsion possible arrest like it's a different level of like you didn't just fight like oh, you, somebody you really needed a lawyer like <laughs> nigga so i go in there and i'm on some shit like oh they found out we fought and the the counselor is like what's he called the disciplinarian boy he's like yo um his mom called and said that a bunch of you guys jumped him yesterday and i'm like Tell him right now that anybody touched you besides me, please. What do you? I was like, what tell you him mean? now. No, no, no. Tell him now in front of him right now. Tell him somebody else besides me touched you. Tell him in front of me, please. Did he do it? That nigga froze up and then it was no, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Calm down, calm down, calm down. That was a good move. So no, because bro, I was about to get expelled. I was going to, have to explain this shit to my dad. Like we're not playing that. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying because if they said that, I mean, the way I'm thinking, because he's like, all right, so they said that y'all jumped him. No, hell no. They ain't jump him. I'm the only one that whip his ass. I- Shit. No. <laughs> no. Damn. Tell him somebody else touched you because I'm I'm already in for the fight. Like, I, I they know I was fighting. You so it's like, whatever. But I did not. I, and the thing that made me so mad, it wasn't even so much. It was the expulsion part because it was a zero tolerance, but it had a little wiggle room. Like, if it wasn't OD, you could probably still stay in the school, right? Oh, all right. But I spent the whole 30 minutes before the fight telling everybody not to touch him. Even when we was fighting, I was telling people not to touch him because he was taller than me, but he was, I'm in the 10th, he's in the ninth, So he's bigger than me, but it kind of looks like since I got status that I'm picking on him if we jump him. But if me and him fight, it's a fair fucking fight. He's 6'3". Six they, two, they you know jumped, what I mean. They jumped on him anyway, and he said, "No, nobody touched him. Nobody touched him, bro. Only thing that got touched was his hat was on the ground, and one of my homies picked his hat up and told him to grab it. And when he went to grab it, the nigga threw the shit on the ground. It's the only thing anybody else did, bro, besides broke it up. It <laughs> happened on Temple me. Campus. But I'm saying is to say, like, that was one of them times where it was just like, all right, so you just going sit in front of me and say this." And this could be that. We not doing that. Or we just going to make it worth it. We going to make it worth it. Like, I'm I'm going to beat you up in front of the disciplinary. Like, no students are going to see this fight. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm going home anyway. You didn't. Huh? You didn't. No, he ain't, he ain't bite. They, 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 they sent... What happened was... And I forget how we got into this. But what happened was they wound up saying... Um, I had an in-school suspension. And three days out-of-school suspension. He had two days out of school suspension or some shit. But what wound up happening is they let him go home and I had to stay in school that day. 
And then I'm like, so how the fuck do he get to go home and I gotta stay here? They like, because you seem to be the aggressor and we're not gonna let y'all both leave at the same time. And that guy turned out to be a police officer. <laughs> he turned out to be a um, deacon or a preacher. Wow. Actually one of the I coolest guys a- ever. But he was ni- he was 14, bro. He was ninth grade. So he was like extra at one point. Like he thought he was LeBron before LeBron was born. That was just you know what I mean? That was like, just puberty. He was just, he had and that, he was that, doing too much that teenage aggression. It was it was too much and the when testosterone. I him, when I called him on it, he barked back thinking that I was gonna chill and that's I know how to chill. That's that testosterone, yeah. So what I did was I I jumped and my man said, yo, zero tolerance, zero tolerance, zero tolerance. It's eighth period, bro. It's eighth period. It's eighth period. You good. That means all you got to do is wait 15 minutes and fuck him up. So when I say that I took 30 minutes of begging people not to touch him, dig it. We still got class left, right? Mm-hmm. Go from class to my locker. Go from my locker to his locker. Post up on a wall behind his locker. He's slowing down, looking over his shoulder, packing his bag, all that shit. Walk out behind him and his crew. Walk behind them through North Philly till we get away from the school until we get on Broad Street, which is in front of McGonagall Hall on Temple Campus. Soon as he turned the corner in front of McGonagall, I fucked him up. Ma, 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 ladies, ma. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you have never felt <laughs> uh, anticipation or uh, uh, what's the other no, word I'm looking this for? Though. Imagine being 15 and you with your homies and everybody on go because they pissed. They you mad? They pissed. I, that's what I'm ready to say. And uh, you take this long walk and they like, yo, hit him now. You want me to do it? Yo, I got it. Yo, this is getting on my nerves. Yo, what the fuck is he keep stopping for? Yo, what is we like? This is what I'm is, dealing with the whole walk, bro. That is a whole different feel when you, especially when you're the one of the people that's involved in the fight. It's one thing to know that a fight's going to be like, oh shit, you crazy. But like, let me put my work in. Y'all don't get to do this. Like, I was begging people not to hit him. They was trying to punch him in the back of his head the whole walk. I used to shadow box. So I'm like, all right, cool, 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 cool. And like I said, not going to say his name because he's a cool brother. We love each other to this day. Like, on some, by the time we was in college, we were better men type of shit. But (laughs) these things get out of control. And nowadays, these kids can't even handle that shit. That would have been somebody running into an ambush nowadays. But, like, I always just wanted to get my shit off, bro. They don't know how to run the fade anymore. I just want, yeah, like, and I, and that was the thing. It was no guarantee I was going to win this fight. This little motherfucker was actually, like, considerably, like, I'm saying two inches in height, but, like, muscular-wise, he was bigger than me. Just, and I'm just like, Just want to tumble. Just want to tumble. I couldn't take that last statement he made in math class. Like, it was too much. It was too far. It's like, we don't even, like, you know. Something got good. Like, bro, the most you know about me is my name. So we don't get the joke like that. You see what I'm saying? You joke too much. Yeah, like it was overboard, and then you stood on it. You ain't, you ain't my bad or nothing, like. Mm. And I'm over here gambling. I got two hundred dollars in the pot, and my name is in some shit over there that you're not even supposed to be talking. Like it was some crazy shit, bro. But like I said, it was grade. young bullshit. He was a young boy. I was in the tenth module. I'm in his math class because I failed math last year gambling. I'm still gambling in class. I was an asshole. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I would ignore him. I was like, you an athlete? No, I was in 10th. It's no difference. And not to mention, like, we go to lunch and gym together. Like, this the same young boy that keep telling everybody, yo, I'm going to take your spot. Yo, I give you 30. Yo, you ain't shit. Yo, you a bum. He talking basketball shit all the time, too. And then we went beyond basketball. It's like, well, bro, all you know about me is my name and that I play basketball. Why are you saying anything about my mother? Yeah, now he's crossing the line. Now you you crossing the line. Mind you. 
And I keep it. We could do basketball. And I don't know why we're talking about this so long. My audience is learning too much. But the situation was a bitch said, Ew, get away from me. You smell like fish. And then all of a sudden, my mom came out of his mouth. Oh, he wanted to fade. Like, that don't even make no sense. And then you act shocked when I run up on you. But like I said, my man was holding me. And it, we waited. And I did what I did. But he almost got me kicked out of school for that shit. Once by accident, twice is on purpose. Three times? Oh, yeah, you you really want to uh, catch the fade. At that point, it was only once. Like, I give you a warning if you was my folks. If you was my folks, and you know, we young niggas crack mom jokes. Bro, I don't play that shit. Say my but name. But you know what happens usually, right? You either get a nigga, all right, my bad. Or you get, nigga, I don't give a... So you 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 just telling you that was enough for me because I know that we get to pick a team after this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm picking you either go respect the fact that I said don't do that, or you're gonna buck and try to upstand me, which gives me every right to do what I'm about to do. I'm gonna pick a team, my right, team. I'm team mom every day. You know the speech my dad gave me about my mom. Ain't no turning back after that. I'm knocking him out. I'm knocking him out. He's gone. You hear you hear one fucking my dad went on a um school trip with us one time. And we on the back of the bus, mom joke after mom joke. You know what I mean? We running it up. And we got back. He gave me the speech, bro. And after that, I said, mm. you know what? I used to play the mom jokes. So I'm gonna at least get niggas a warning. You see, my mom is uh Military, so your mom would shoot the shit out of from eighty feet away. No, if I don't do something about it, and it comes back to her, then I have to deal with her. Oh, so she bought that shit. She ain't playing. Like my punishments were not like most punishments, where though dudes would get their stuff taken away from. I might get a spanking or whatever. Or whatever. Not it. Might my, even make you work out. I did military exercise. I did squats. I might mm-hmm. have to. Squat with my hands out like this. My man dad used to make him do push-ups till he Two, wanted to fucking three hours. die. Yeah. Oh, you can go ahead and play the game now. Mm-hmm. You don't want to play. Going you, to bed. Can, you can go outside. My hands don't move. My legs are sore. Yeah, like, what I'm supposed to do? That was a lesson. He's like, oh, damn that. So now, and then when I got older, so people like, you know, I, I, do, I used to run track a little bit. I did cross train. You look like a track nigga. Yeah. Right. So when people be like, yo, you go up from here to here? Like, dog, you don't understand like how strong my legs are. <laughs> You don't understand, like when I got in trouble. Your mom built you for fucking bouquet. She built me <laughs> with the book bag. You see me, right? And then I got the book bag. You see how I walk mm-hmm. around and the book bag could be heavier as shit. Mm-hmm. I'm used to carrying around 60 and 70 pounds and stuff like that. He's like, damn, yo, why you do-? They say he carrying like, all like, my books. Like that was punishment, nigga. Like, you know, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> no, but I know people, like, like I said, my man, um, Pop, used to make him do push ups. And I got another homie who, um, their dad was like, but I thank he, her for it now. He would take them to practice, they would do practice, and then they would go home, and they would have two hours of working out at home. And if they did bad in practice or had caught an attitude or some fly shit with the coaches, that was like an all night workout session. But they were beast, bro, because they was bad as shit. So they was always get an extra hour. And between that punishment. And then basketball practice, you know, going running laps and stuff like that. You point guard. At that time, too, I'm not. I really didn't have the handles, but I was Just, small too. She's talking about 
running laps. You ain't even talking about suicide, 17, none of that. I'm, I'm just talking about like as far as like, you know, the, the, when you get in there. Conditioning, the, the cardio. Mm-hmm. Cardio and stuff like that. So like, I've never been like a big guy, but as far as like cardio, stamina, stuff like that, I can, I don't have a problem with walking long limbs. I can do a 5K walk. You like done, a New I've York done nigga. One, I've done one before. I've done a 5K walk before. Why? It was for, it was for autism or shit. It was for you were sober? At that time, yeah. <laughs> I, I, if I think if I think if I was a uh, little tipsy, I would have made. If I was high, yeah, I'd made it. Just charge up my iPod or my iPhone. Yeah, and do five k. I would think like you had to smoke at some point. I wouldn't think drinking would help, but I would think like. Hey, what is that? What, halfway hit that. Is album. that Gatorade in that cup? <laughs> you know, you stop at the table. Is that Gatorade in that cup? Right. <laughs> Asshole. <Yeah. laughs> Asshole, but no, like, cause I, I, that, that will keep me going, and it's like, shoot, uh, listen to an album, whatever, whatever your favorite album is, a five k walk, two of your favorite albums, maybe, I'll get you through that walk. If you listen to them from top to bottom, maybe three, five albums, like regular albums, not these new ones. That's no, not new. That's too short. No, like something that just all the way through. That's not bad. And you vibing. Like if you're in prime condition, your feet are not gonna hurt your legs. They're gonna hurt because you your muscle memory. You're used to it. Mm-hmm. So if you're used to walking, like you're like damn, like you do your second song, shit, you might be finished your walk. Yeah, because when I did the A's walk, we cheated. I I walked. I cut across the bridge. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Cheaters. I but that's young, only though. that was that was back then. I don't do those long long walks no more. Well, but I was young as hell when I did that. I might have been like 15 then, and I was with. Like my my places. Well, you familiar with Baltimore, go. like Lake Montebello, Lake Montebello Bro. five five k is like what 20, 20 rounds maybe around Lake Montebello maybe somebody, 20, 25 somebody rounds. Somebody wanted me in the organization, and they tried to make us run Lake Montebello one night, and I had drunk like two big ass bottles of Mad Dog and a couple beers, and I was looking at them niggas like they was crazy. I remember before they used to do like them, they used to do, I always they used to do them walks, right? But they used to do them runs around Montebello where they would start. Montebello just, is long, bro. And they would do them laps, like them walks. That shit long, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they would do them walks and people had the numbers on their back. I said, I like that better because they don't take up all the damn street, but they would just walk around that all the time. Just keep walking around, just keep walking around. Every lap was like a, I forgot, like a mile anyway. So. Nigga said, I think they said three laps. And I'm jogging with niggas. And I'm looking at niggas. And I'm drunk as shit. Like, I'm literally trying not to throw up. And I'm like, whenever we get to where I see something familiar, it's over for me. I don't give a fuck. What y'all doing? You want to stop? I'm out, bro. I'm about to go drink some more. Like, bro, I wasn't playing that shit. I ain't one of them. Oh, you support. I'm here. I supported the cause. Yeah, but see, that was the thing. It was like anything with my brothers. One time, my man had a um, girl. For his birthday, her grandfather had like a um he had his own like airplane company or some shit. So she rented like little airplanes for us to go up in on his birthday. Oh, man. Like, some cool shit. So we show up cooler full of bottles. We don't know no better. These motherfuckers like, you know you can only take like one bottle on a plane, like it's, it's fucking four seater. Like, ah. <laughs> but it's one of them joints where you get there and you like your man girl calls, so you pulling up, and then you see these little ass planes. Sustenance. And then there's niggas that's like, I'm not doing it. But then you come to the thing where it's like, twisted propeller things. If we all here, and it's six of us, and five go up, and something happened, would you want to be the nigga still on the ground? 
Yeah, survivor's remorse. So I ride with my folks. Like, you know what I mean? And that's how I ride. It's like, I wouldn't even want to have to deal with being the lone survivor. Like, if this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing. And at some point, it becomes bullshit, and I'm not doing it no more. And, and Sam, and the rest of the guys, and... Real shit. What about you? I'm just... I wasn't trying to go up there. I was like, man, that plane too little. I knew that shit was going to happen. Like, that's what you going to say? Sing- I knew that was going to happen. Single engine? No. Like, going up Bro, in those single We engines. flew from, like, the Northeast to, like, New York and back. I'm not doing no single engine. And that shit ain't take no time. But that shit, you feel everything. You feel the wind mm. on them little motherfuckers. Single engine bro. planes, yeah. My you feel everything. My boy, and I've never uh, been on one that long. Because, you know, usually when you go to an island or you go to certain places, you'll switch into one of them and they'll take you further in. Like, that was probably the longest I've been on a joint. For, like, yeah. a round trip. Like, you flying out there and then coming all the way back and then doing, like, I'd rather photo get on op a, shit. I'd rather get on a helicopter. I've done the helicopter for the All the Way Up Spanish remix video yeah, with like, Candelo and them. That yeah. was my first time on a helicopter. And then I had to be cool because I had a fucking camera on me for a video shoot. My first time in a fucking helicopter. Yeah, I'd rather get on chopper. It wasn't that bad, though. I'd rather get to the chopper. You know what's different, though? Because I know the difference. Helicopters are tough. They top heavy. So you feel like it's nothing under you because they move from the top. The motor and everything, the propellers are up top. All the action happens up top. Mm-hmm. So you feel super lighter than you do on them little planes. On them little planes, everything is this way. So you feel like you're a part of it. <laughs> like it's right on you. That's the difference to I'm me. Gonna, I'm going to chopper. I get my money, I'm getting a chopper. All right. I know a pilot. I'm into the chopper. I got a pilot for you. You going to learn how to fly one? I'm only going to use my chopper to get from here to back to Baltimore. And, and and up and down the East Coast, that's it. Oh, Kravitz, y'all about to do big business. This nigga about to get a chopper to get back and forth to you. We went to the chopper. We, we, we had a helipad on the top of Glockaway. <laughs> helipad on Glockaway. Crazy thing is, Glockaway moves. Been at this location for a while. The next one might be a quick fucker with 2K. You never know. We're going to call it the BS1. Quick, everyone. Black stand one. What the fuck That's is you, Robin? Robin? Yeah, from Batman. Why can't I be Batman? Because I was a hater. <laughs> I'm a hater. I'm a Robin? Hater. No, but Stan, let the people know how to keep up with you, man, and tap in with you and where they can find the vlogs and the videos and the questions and the action. Ooh, what that's that, man? Okay. Right now, Black Stan Entertainment, Black Stan underscore entertainment on Instagram, Facebook, teach them how to TikTok. Them. And uh, Twitter, and you can find me on Culture District HQ. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Twit what? Twitter, Twitter. Wow, Twitter. Solid. Go ahead. You can find me on Twitter. Twitter. All right, yes. go ahead, man. But uh, yeah, and um, culturedistrictHQ.com is where uh my write ups are. Also on um WordPress.com, um and Cello Crescent with Stan. Um, is on YouTube underneath Black Stand Entertainment. So uh, definitely tap in on there and check out uh, the latest episode and all the episodes. They're all on there. Nah, man. Tap in on my guy Stan. Y'all see that he's a hell of a fucking person. You see he got a personality. Y'all see he's serious about everything he fucking talk about. So tap in with him, man. One of mine, so he should be one of yours, man. But this is Simple with Sam. You Sam Malone, Barstool Rook. If you ain't Simple with Sam, you ain't sipping right. Please get your fucking life together. It'll be 2023 already and you wouldn't have had a shot yet. That part.
I need another shot. Drip, 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 drip. I got the drip, I got the drip. You know that I'm saucy. Got a new bitch, hop on my dick. You know I'm a boss, yeah. Drip, 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 drip. I got the drip, I got the drip. You know that I'm saucy. Got a new bitch, hop on my dick. You know I'm a boss, yeah. Bad bitch, but I'm spoiled. Bad bitch, but I'm loyal. All my bitches is bad asses. All you bitches be boring. Your nigga be all on my top. Your niggas be all in my face. If he ain't cutting them checks, the nigga get out of my face. See, I don't play with you weak bitches. All you bitches got broke habits. Y'all pussy get broke niggas. My pussy get bad habits. Taking flights on a daily basis. Money calls and I get the chases. Ass fat with them titties, right? Just to show you hoes I ain't basic. Pussy whack on the regular. Drip, 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 drip. Dripping money like a Spanish hoe. Sip, 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 sip. Bag of bitches on the regular. Want the sauce in the regular. Checks hitting like escrow. Had the facts like Domino. Drip, drip, you can tell me what you wanna hear The bottles, the bitches, the money, the cars huh? I ain't got it yet Listen, these lyrics is how I'm finna flex I'ma cut the checks, hold up, wait I'm just warming up Thinking about my kids, thinking figures I can get six I'ma get slick like Rick, wait for the days we get rich I'ma get a yacht, paint it red, get the crown, wear gold on my head I'ma cherish every single word I said, look you nigga, yeah I said what I said I could be the greatest to ever do it, I promise I prove Don't ever expect to see we never lose it, drip too exclusive Drip, 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 drip I got the drip, I got the drip, you know that I'm saucy Got a new bitch, hop on my dick, you know I'm a boss, yeah Drip, 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 drip I got the drip, I got the drip, you know that I'm saucy Got a new bitch, hop on my dick, you know I'm a boss, yeah